the masters of the nostalgia-verse. I am what about brunch, run-of-the-mill dude and defender of my childhood. I am joined by Bovine Divine, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic microphone and said, I have nostalgia! Bovine and I then became the masters of the nostalgia-verse. Welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Nostalgiaverse, the podcast where two hopelessly nostalgic people get together every now and then and talk about toys, movies, television shows of yesteryear, and just reminisce for hours upon hours. I'm What About Brunch, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Bovine Divine. How you doing today, Brunch? I'm doing pretty well. We've been talking a lot about the things that we've experienced in the, the past few episodes that we actually have experienced. I think if you're like me... You know, you didn't have every single toy in the universe. Am I right? You know, my parents were pretty good about it, I have to say. I mean, I don't, I think that they always had a risk-reward thing going on or a reward system. It was always like, oh, you know, outside of chores and homework, it was, you know, since my parents, they owned this florist business, it was like, you know, whatever they, I could pitch in and help with it, there was always, you know, a reward at the end. So I would say that I got a fair share of the stuff that I wanted, but definitely there were some things that, you know, you you would covet from afar as a kid and, and you know, all the way throughout your childhood and as you grow into adult and you, you kind of look back and think, wow, it would have been really nice to have it at that time so yeah there's definitely some things that i was not able to get my hands on that are definitely was uh you know cupping against you know cupping my hands against the glass looking at the <laughs> at the item or whatever it was so there's definitely a few items out there for sure you know talking about face-ups of the glass one thing i remember very vividly i don't know if you had this by you but the toys r us that i grew up with they had like the first aisle was a, a glass case like the entire length of the aisle and it had all yes. the expensive stuff right like mm, all the yeah. electronics <laughs> All like the really expensive, expensive toys. Um, and I remember like that was the place because they, they set it up so nicely. It was you could always count on like the coolest, most expensive things to be there in one place. Um, and it, that was like the goat, like the first place I went, you know, before the <laughs> video games, of course. But do you, did you remember having one of those? Did you guys visit no, those? No, it was set up exactly yeah. as you described. Even more so. It almost felt like those aisles were just lit so much more brightly. I don't know what it was. It was partly because of the plexi display cases, yes, I imagine. I think so. But the one thing I always vividly remember is that everything in those cases was always like on this fancy floating plexiglass shit. Yes. It was kind of like I was, built I thought maybe I was imagining it. I was going to say that. I thought I was imagining it because, you, know, you, you know, you always remember things better than they were, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> But to me, I don't know whether they put those things on like rotating platforms. Like, I don't remember anything moving, but they always positioned them in a floating way. Like they would angle it up or like off on an, on a corner. So it didn't like sit flat. Like, yeah. you know, if you were looking at an NES, it wasn't just sitting flat. It was like kind of angled up. And so you can kind of see all, all you know, three quarters of a side of, of an angle of it. So, yeah, I remember the exact same thing. And it was always those high price things. You know, anything that required a vid pro card that you needed to <laughs> pick up and then take to the, you know, the back end, you know, the back, whatever that back counter area was after you paid for it to be able to pick it you knew okay these are the expensive these are the go-to items so yeah it was it was definitely the same thing and i remember it very vividly in the same way you described it can you think of any toys that you always wanted to get when you were a kid but you just never had for one reason or another you just didn't put it on the list maybe you forgot about it after a while or you know you got something better is there anything that you can think of that comes to mind that you really wanted <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, well, one of the things, I know that when we were kind of talking about this, like I was thinking about the things that I really, really, and and most of the stuff we came up with, they were like, oh, well, we could talk about that topic altogether in in another episode. So I was trying to really narrow down on something very specific that really stuck out in my mind. And I got to tell you, one of the things that, to me at least, growing up as a kid, and I don't know whether it was just like maybe because it was a food-related thing, but there was this uh, (laughs) Snoopy, Charlie Brown Snoopy snow cone maker thing. It looked like. I don't know if it was Snoopy's house. I, mean, I guess it had the red roof, but it didn't look exactly it was like a house. Dog house. It was a house, yeah. It was a house that had like a little rotating bin in the middle that you would shave the ice with. And, you know, you would just, I guess it came with flavorings, you know, little sugar packets, whatever, that you would just, uh, you know, oh, wait, you would pour over the house. The house actually shaved thing. the ice? I thought you had to like mash it beforehand and put it in. No, I think that thing, because there was a handle on there, right? And I think it was either like behind the house or in the front or some, there was some type of crank or handle. And I'm pretty sure that rotating bin was what shaped, like you could put ice cubes in there. Like the hell did the they put it? Plastic with shaving ice? That's a- yeah, no, no, there was like a barrel that had like blades in it. I, don't, oh, I can't really? remember if they were blades or if it was just some type of like a serrated plastic edge or something. Yeah. Probably not razor blades. Or anything. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. How the hell could they crush it for a kid's I mean, I'd toy? I'd have to look at it. Because I remember we, I looked it up and I was like, because they're selling. It's funny. It's like, you know, this whole revival of these retro toys is big right now. And like Target had this thing again. I, I was I was half tempted right then and there at like 1030 when we were talking about it at night to go run down to my Target and grab one. But I think that's what it was. I think I, at least from what I remember because I know there was a bunch of these machines that did this right it was just like you put a bunch of ice cubes into whatever vessel and then you would crank something you turn something that would then spin you know this rotating wheel and they would mm-hmm. just you know shave the ice from there and you just pour it out but I don't know what it was about specifically one I was a big peanuts fan right yeah. so that was obviously the big thing but the one thing that the weirdest thing that was so draw that drew me to it was they had this little shovel this like little red snow shovel yeah. thing and the, I, the you know the point of it was to take that and I guess you know, wherever the ice shavings fell out of, you would use this little red shell to scoop them into these little, you know, the little plastic cups that they gave you. I mean, the thing looked like it was, the, it held like, you know, four ounces of ice or of shaved ice or whatever. It was like, <laughs> it looked so terrible. And Portion probably control. like the minute you poured, yeah, or pr- probably the minute you poured the, the flavoring in, it probably like, like seeped right through that cup or whatever it was. I don't know. I mean, to me, it always looked cool. I mean, even the idea of snow cones, and stuff, I think what it was more than anything was that I didn't have a lot of snow cones growing up. I, that might have been a big part of it. Like, cause like where I lived, like getting, not, not that getting ice was tough, but going somewhere that sold snow cones, like it wasn't like a big thing here, at least in the, in the area that I grew up with in mm-hmm. California, which is weird. Cause you would think it would be, but like yeah, where seriously. I lived, it was like kind of far away from like the next closest place that you can get normal things. Even like going to like the grocery store was kind of a big thing. So I didn't have like a spot to get even a, you know, to, to get a snow cone. So the idea of buying a machine, taking it home and being able to make our own snow cones, like me and my sister, oh, we would have loved that. But that was definitely one of the things that I remember. Do you, you remember this thing too then, right? No, I, I, it's funny because when you mentioned it, I'm like, yes, that is a toy that I actually wanted. I, there's, <laughs> there's something about being able to make food in a thing that you can play with. Like, you know, everyone is the joke. You know, you don't play with your food or, you know, the thing that you always get told. <laughs> yeah, this one you could play you, and Yeah, you were meant food. to play with it and you could eat it. And I and there's something about that that, I mean, you know, toys are fun. And, and I and I don't remember how the how you actually made the ice or, you know, how – I remember it coming out of that hole. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. – I don't think I ever saw one, honestly. I think I saw it in, like, <laughs> magazines and, and, pa- and packages. I don't think I actually ever you saw it. You can only action. imagine the functionality <laughs> in your dreams, I guess. <laughs> exactly. The magic that where this ice was coming from. Shave. <laughs> in perfectly and then you know flavored for me but yeah what's funny about that is later on in life i got one of those remember when mcdonald's had a slew of toys that made food as well i don't know if you if you were too old for that oh yeah back what do you mean made 
pretty How? much in, in like the 90s. I think it was in the 90s. McDonald's came out with a bunch of toys that were pretty much, you know, they made there was a hamburger maker like play set where you made hamburger. I have absolutely no recollection. Did you make a real hamburger? I don't remember. I don't remember that. It was like that. a Play-Doh thing. <laughs> no, I think it was consumable. They I know Play-Doh had their own like thing. But I'm pretty sure the hamburgers were consumable. But one I had was some really? similar to this was it, it was like a frozen, uh, frozen. I don't want to say frozen yogurt, but basically what you did was it was a machine kind of like this. You you bought frozen like strawberries, frozen blueberries. You put it in the top, and then you literally like, smashed it down with this like you know. I don't know pusher thing. I don't even know what the hell they're called. <laughs> and and then and then you and I think there was a crank too, and you grinded it, and then it ground, it grounded out the the frozen fruit into a cup, like a McDonald's branded, you know, like cup that, that came with the came with the playset. Wow, I don't remember those at all. And I remember pretty vividly a lot of these, you know, McDonald's because obviously I felt I always felt like they were so much better back then than yeah. what they give out now. Like you know, like oh, yeah. even today, like if they gave out like a Lego set, they only give you like a figurine and a couple things were in the hold. Whereas back then you got like an entire Lego set. You know what I mean? Like you build a spaceship and there was a guy in there as well so i was like they're getting ripped off now but i don't remember this line of toy making to- food making toys though. yeah that's, you need to take a look at it was definitely a wide array of products and the only one i had was the with the frozen ice and, and when you talked about this snoopy maker i remembered that i wanted that but I, then i remembered that i got something similar to it later on and it was so exciting because i was playing with something and then i was eating the thing that i made and i mean granted <laughs> all i did was just mash up some frozen strawberries but there's something like as a kid, you know, playing with your food is is awesome. So I th- I think you should definitely pick this thing up next time you're at Target. I think Indulge. I might. I mean, even even now, like I, I think to myself, I'll probably just take it to work and like put it on my <laughs> cube, you know. And then like whenever coworkers come you by, like, hey, you want a Snoopy snow cone? You'll be, be the coolest guy at work. I, I will, but you know, now I think about, it, I don't want that because I don't want these people hovering over my goddamn cube. Well, for, like, you, hours, you set out a sign, you charge, you know, five bucks a cone. <laughs> Char- yeah, charge. I'm, I'm sure HR will look kindly on that. <laughs> All right. It's funny about the food thing, though. You know, it's like because the other thing at that time that was really always big. Not to, I'm, I'm kind of throwing in a bonus sign here, but man, like the easy bake oven even though it was very very much targeted for girls you know what i mean like it was yeah. pink and it was like the girl on time could be good but man that was something i also wanted like yeah. on, top, on top of this whole you know theme with the food the toys that make food thing oh yep. uh, i like i always bugged either my older sister or little sister when she grew up. i say i always kind of prodded them to try to ask for the easy bake oven because i wanted <laughs> to you, you know sit on thing? the side oh yeah don't you want this guy because you know in the end i just wanted mini cookies or brownies or whatever the hell it made right but that was another thing that i that never made it into our household you know growing up none of my siblings ever got it we never got a single one in the house so never never an easy bake oven i kind of i, I kind of lament that i can't even, imagine even that thing so works because what it comes with didn't it come with like a like just like a light like a light bulb it was like a light bulb i think how is it cooking things like how is it actually taking I, batter and making it rise my guess is that whatever food in quotes right that they put in there like you can imagine it was probably like if it was a brownie like like a brownie mixture it was probably already cooked like you could probably eat that thing straight out of whatever that container was so you probably just squeezed it into like a pan and then the light bulb sort of heated up so you kind of got like a warm you know brownie <laughs> dripping or whatever it is i don't know if anyone out there who had an easy bake oven please please explain it to myself and brunch because we are yeah. we're i guess you didn't have one either growing up then, no I, I did well it's funny you mentioned that you were bugging your, you said your sister to get one, and uh, we don't want to throw in too many bonuses because we're trying to, you know, make sure we have enough content for future episodes. But my brother did have one of those creepy crawler sets, which I think was oh, the, the, the male said, version of that. Yes, yes, it yes, wasn't yes. edible. <laughs> I don't think initially, maybe eventually it was edible, but I know initially it was like you basically no, didn't it make like gummy candies in like weird shapes. I think though? that was, it was eventually like... it. They they all looked like gummy candies, but basically it was yeah, kind of yeah. the same thing. It had like some like high powered light bulb that they could get away with selling to kids. 
kids. Yeah, and, but it was marketed toward the boys. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was actually really serious. It came with these like metal molds that you literally imagine Ooh. like Elmer's glue bottles. You know those like yeah, little yeah. yeah. So it came with a bunch of those in different colors, and you pretty much just squirted them in. You can like you know mix the colors, <laughs> and you put it in, and then you know 15, 20 minutes later, it came out and it was solidified. You couldn't eat it. See, I'm telling you, that makes it sound like to me again. It was like you could have just squirted whatever that sludge was straight into your mouth and forgot well, forgo the whole like light bulb baking process. Well, no, let me be clear. This and <laughs> let me be clear to everyone listening. The original creepy, the creepy calls I'm talking about, you could not eat. There was no, there was no con- <laughs> consuming of this. All right. Are you sure about that? Because I'm questioning two things now. I'm questioning one, your your McDonald's toys that made food thing. I'm thinking that was the one that made inedible stuff. No, no, no. And now this is the one you're swapping around. <laughs> it would explain a lot, actually. It would explain a lot about myself and my development. <laughs> But no, this one I swear you could not eat. I think they did come out with like gummy worm like uh, version of of the playset where you could eat it eventually. Because I think mm-hmm. I remember seeing commercials actually now where the kids were putting them in their mouths. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although See, I, that's what I remember. That seems well, like you're a big describing lawsuit, something that though. probably makes more sense. You're you're describing something that makes more sense, but the one I remember is the one where you ate the stuff too. So, and it could have been just two different versions of the yeah, same I think, thing. I think that's what it was. Eventually, they realized them. that people wanted to eat them, you know, because they probably were <laughs> probably trying to eat them. They were like, well, we got to make this thing edible now to prevent lawsuits. <laughs> we might as well make it edible, right? Make some more money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, so yeah, I didn't want to give a freebie in there. But yeah, Creepy Carl, as my brother had it, and uh, as much as I hate. I don't know what it is. And same thing with Play-Doh. I hate the smell of Play-Doh. I hated oh, the smell. come on. Yeah, of course. It's not pleasant, but at the same time, how can you not have fun with Play-Doh? I mean, that's like, you know, you made food good enough that to look like it could be eaten. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. I don't to. like <laughs> things that look like, I don't like things that are, look like things that are not supposed to be edible. I don't know. Like it's, a, it's a, I know it's a weird like way to phrase, but I don't. I hate it. I hate things that look like <laughs> things that are made to look like they're supposed to be eaten, but and vice really versa. Things that are not like. look like you know made, things made of food <laughs> that you shouldn't eat normally, but because they're made of food, you can eat. I don't like. I don't know what it is. I just don't kinda like. Kind of like when they shape like a chicken nugget into like a drumstick, even though it's not a drumstick anymore. That right? is it precisely. Just, like, that's pre- yeah. That's precisely <laughs> it. Like that show, like nailed it on Netflix when they make things that look like. Other things that are not food, I can't do it. Like the fondant, oh, I hate fondant. That's awesome. <laughs> You're missing out, man. My oh. my my like I this was just a couple years ago. Like I was at my sister's place, just like hanging out with my brother-in-law, and like two of our other friends were there. And like we, the kids, we bought them a bunch of play-doh, and they they lost interest after like five minutes. We must have played with that play-doh for like the next three hours. We were wow. making all kinds of crap. We were making like steaks, like fancy like AAA like bistro plates and dim sum items. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I got to show you the pictures. They're 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 so good. We we were very impressed with our skill yeah <laughs> so that so that's enough about the food slash toys thing. well what about you Brent? was it what was what was one of the toys you remember you know deeply wanting in my end you know wanting to get but never got your hands on the number one for me and i and i'm probably gonna get laughs about this teddy ruxpin teddy ruxpin was in what? my eyes the <laughs> coolest toy i had ever and, it, and what was funny about it, we were talking about i i don't know if toys r us had it in like the expensive like case we were talking about but i know for a fact at the Teddy Ruxpin aisle, up in the air, like above, like at the end cap, I believe, they had a special Teddy Ruxpin display in plexiglass with Teddy uh-huh. Ruxpin and the freaking, the, uh, the Caterpillar. And I'm trying oh, to... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The demo kiosk, right? Yeah. This is like the end cap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I remember <laughs> that so vividly. Warm? Not a glow worm. What the hell was it? It was... He was a Caterpillar. Were they part of the same line? Were they part of the same line of toys? Because I don't remember him existing with anything in his universe. I thought he was kind of by himself. Oh, no. But I know that they would shove toys together. No, right? no. He had the Caterpillar. Toys. I'm trying to think of the name of the Caterpillar. I cannot think of him. 
to save my life, and I'm quickly trying to look it up on the internet, and I can't <laughs> find his damn name. But oh, uh, Grubby, Grubby is his name. Grubby. Grubby. And uh, I, I, I actually just watched a video because I never owned one. I never seen one in real life other than at the store. You actually could connect Teddy Ruxpin to Grubby with a cable, and they would actually like sing together. You had to, you had to basically put what? like cassette tapes in them in their backs. And they would read So Grubby stories. was the same thing, like you had to pop it like a little cassette in him as Yeah, well exactly too. the same idea. Uh, you know, battery powered, you know, moving eyes, motorized mouth. And they would, you know, either sing songs or read stories to you. And uh, it was just, I don't know what it was about. And I am, you know what? I'm thinking back on it. I'm not a person who likes to read these days. My wife actually <laughs> tries her damnedest to get me to read anything. And I think if I had Teddy Ruxpin, I'm not even like trying to say this to be You need funny. a modern day Teddy Ruxpin. You need an adult <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. I do. I, yeah, I need, I need like a... a, a like a, I don't even want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this worm. You said his name was Grubby. His name was yeah, Never Grubby. Grubby the, yeah. Is, a, is a caterpillar, and he was huge too. And I remember seeing him in Toys R Us and being like, "That thing is absolutely massive. It must weigh like a hundred pounds." This thing is as big as he is. It's it's he's long though. He's not actually he's tall he as Teddy Ruxpin. He doesn't look like a. He looks like a. Like a hybrid giraffe thing. What the hell is going on with this? <laughs> he thing? does have a little bit oh of God. Jeffrey the giraffe going on for sure. <laughs> yeah, what I see, I see. I guess they made a cartoon because I'm looking at this image of Grubby in animated form. Oh my God, it looks frightening. <laughs> that is, is nightmare inducing. He has six legs, is not right, and then he's like he's like centaur style, like standing up human form on the top. Oh, I don't like. Listen, that at in all. the 1980s, <laughs> that was the pinnacle of children's entertainment. All right. You, you, you got to go back to this cool thing. What What is so cool? Okay, you got to take me back to this this brunch era of who thought Tutty Rexpin was. Because when I saw the commercial, I'm like, okay, Talking Bear, big deal. You know, I was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a big deal to me. It never was something that appealed to me. I was like, one, I was not a big stuffed animal kid ever, right? Like, it was never kind of my thing. So the idea of a talking Wait, one. Wait, well, you were like, not a big stuffed eyes. animal kid as far as you can remember? Because I'll be honest, I don't remember being a big stuffed animal kid, but I have pictures <laughs> of me on my bed with 30 stuffed animals lined up. And I know for a fact, my mom told me, I lined those up myself. Now, really? so you gotta tell me: Are you not a stuffed animal kid, as far as you remember? I had, I can tell you exactly. I had one that I really one. cared about for okay. the longest time, because like my sister, my older sister had one, and I remember that thing vividly because she was, it was with her for yeah, like the truth's coming like, out. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I mean, she had, she had the one, but for me, my favorite toy, and I don't remember where I got it, which really sucks, but it was this like a cartoon, a cartoonized like Godzilla figure, like a little cute <laughs> baby Godzilla. I can imagine oh, you going God. to bed with this thing. No, I did. That thing was awesome. And you know what the suck part? Like the worst part is like, you know, nowadays you think, oh, I can find anything, right? And this is one of those things where I can't even find a goddamn image of it. Oh, you know really? what I mean? Like it only exists in my head right now. And until I track this, like first I thought, oh, I'll just go to eBay, see if I can grab one again, right? Not, not that I was going to buy one and sleep with it yeah. or anything like that, but I just wanted to see it again, right? And I couldn't find it. I'm like, okay, well, let me just do a Google search. I've been searching for that thing for years and I cannot find it for life for me. But it was like the cutest little Godzilla, man. I mean, I was a huge Godzilla fan, but obviously most of the Godzillas they they were like hard plastic toys yeah. that like you know you know motorized move their arms or breathe fire emitted sounds but this was like a little stuffed it was stuffed with very like uh it was it's not like sand right but it's like that material where it makes it like very squishy yes, like, I, know I, you're talking I, about. I, like I, I vividly remember the stuffing of that thing too so that was the that was my one stuffed animal i remember like i must i you know i carried around everybody must have like ripped off an arm or two and he suddenly like started falling that's actually apart, saying a lot from coming from you saying you cannot find this thing because you are very right? good at finding yeah, things and to I, purchase and it's so online. weird to me yeah and it's so weird to me like the more and more i, I keep searching and coming out empty it's like the more and more i want this damn thing again so i don't know if i'll be i i, I 
almost vividly remember it being because it was kind of attached to the 1985 release of the movie. You remember mm. there was like that 1985 version of Godzilla that they came out here in the U.S. It was like one of the few movies they adapted for us, and I think it was like released around the time. So whatever big opening I went to to see the movie, like I think that's must have where I bought it. But yeah, yeah, I haven't been able to find. Yeah, it must it, not have so. been released in stores. Otherwise, you probably would find somebody who's selling it for you know ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about when I do find it, it's gonna be oh, like super ultra rare collectible. Yeah, it's gonna be decision time. <laughs> well, he was no talking bear, so you got to tell me like because what was the, the re- draw? I think the reason, <laughs> and I'm just thinking about it now. I think the reason, and you know, I'm a big theme parks person. Okay, I love you know, me and my family True. always yeah. went to Disney World on summer vacation because my grandparents you know lived down in Florida, and so you know went to Disney all the time. And I think being able to have like you know what is as close to an audio animatronic figure that you could have in your home. For, you know, sub, you know, you can't even buy one, of course, but, you know, <laughs> Teddy Ruxman, you could go to a store, pick it up, bring it home and you can get that experience, you know, get the experience of of, you know, robotics and, and children's toys. And I think that's, you know, part of like that, that whole like combination mm. of the two things, you know, because, you know, all kids are into robots. Oh, not all kids. That's that's a terrible blanket statement to make. But I like robots. I like, you know, teddy bears. See, you say robot. And I think, you know, like a big transformer, bulky, like very sharp angled, hurdy thing. But you're, you're thinking like cuddly soft. Have you seen have you you've seen the robot. exoskeleton of Tickle Me Elmo, haven't you? Without any fur. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's it's, a it's robot. That's a robot. <laughs> But yeah, Teddy Ruxman, I'm sure, is a similar <laughs> deal. But I mean, you know, and also I knew kids who had it, too. And I'm like, damn, I want this thing. And everyone else has one. And I don't have one. You know, when you go to a friend's house, they got something. You don't have it. You want that thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was a big deal. But uh, I, I, so I don't know. So was this thing interactive? Like, I remember, I kind of remember you could plug a mic into this dude at some point and like oh, the, talk or record your voice. Oh, this or is have news to me. I, I don't know. If you, I, don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. I never had one. And the only passing knowledge I had of it was a kid had it. I went to his house. I played with it for two minutes, and then we did something else. Like I never actually had my hands on one like long term. And I and was it one of those things where once you were playing with whatever, you were just kind of like looking out the corner of your eye, glancing at the Ruxpin, hoping to like spend some more time with it or something. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think. No, Teddy Ruxpin didn't do that for me. Video games did, okay, but not okay. Teddy Ruxpin. All I think right, maybe, right. maybe I had a closeted, you know, uh, opinion of Teddy Ruxman. I don't know if I wanted people to know my true desires about Teddy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I almost remember, I don't know whether it was like variations of him, like as they upgraded him, like some deluxe Teddy Ruxman as the years went by. Or maybe I'm thinking of like another toy that was similar. Like there was a lot of robots that had that kind of functionality. But I thought you could like record your own voice and he would like speak back some of it. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. Just because the way that the, the cassette tapes were engineered, they were very particular about, you know, how it interacted with his mechanics. Mechanics, right, like they had to have data on that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know of that. Any, of the, I don't know. If Teddy Ruxpin did it, but I know there were other toys that came out because of Teddy Ruxpin, and maybe they tried to capitalize on that functionality. I, I couldn't tell you honestly, <clears throat> but I would love to get. I Teddy do Ruxpin. remember there was. I do remember some stuffed animal sort of toy, or it was maybe like a robot where I did put like a cassette tape in there to do some type of thing. But I'm, I'm thinking more and more like we, we're talking about these toys that we, you know, we missed out on. Do you, did you ever get like a ghetto version of a toy that was bought in place of the real thing? Yes. That, like that to me And there's one that sticks so up much. like really solid in my mind. I always wanted Simon and I got some other version called Copycat. I don't know if I talked about it on, on this podcast or, you know, in my stream, but I copycat will forever be known as like the most infamous toy that i i loved because i it was the closest thing i had to simon 
What about you? <laughs> we were talking about Simon just recently in your thread in your in your stream too. I think yeah, that was a toy that I wanted as well, just to add yet another one to this. But that was another one I got. And I don't know why I never got it. I think that toy was actually fairly expensive for what it, the was. Hell it was. It was huge. You know I mean? The thing was huge. Yeah, it was really big. Yeah. And now we were talking about how like this mini versions, like smaller versions. And I'm like, that's not the same. I want to no, slam yeah. on those big colored buttons. You know, that was exactly. like a big draw. For well, me. I remember the commercials too. Is like you know, like 20 kids were huddled around the Simon, and they you know everyone got a turn, <laughs> and you wanted to hold on to it the long like you know. It was like a status symbol to be able to, you know, do Simon for a long time. That seems really weird yeah. thinking about it now. But in the <laughs> 80s, you know, we, yeah, we had Nintendo and stuff. But I mean, like Simon was kind of like the pinnacle of like handheld entertainment to, to a point. It really was. Yeah. I mean, that was this was before LCD games, video games, any of that stuff. So that was definitely anything that was, I guess, electronic. Like to me, an electronic version of whatever anything was was worth it to me as a kid. Like, you know, when like you had bat when there was that electronic battleship, the talking oh, one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That thing. And I remember that thing being insanely expensive. I think that was maybe like either 90 or 100 bucks for that thing. Because like really? regular battleship was even like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. But that deluxe one, the talking one, like not only did it just talk and have all the sound effects, but my God, like the way that they created like the base game board it was so much more cooler too like they had all these like i never extra, saw them like, before layers actually. to it yeah you got oh you got to compare the original battleship to like the deluxe talking battleship one like they just use like i don't know like brighter colors or bigger plastic molds they like use completely different molds hmm. so everything looked just like a hundred times i'm cooler, actually really but... annoyed because i actually had the opportunity to buy a talking battleship and i didn't so now i'm kind of wishing i would have picked one up i saw it on <laughs> sale locally awesome. damn <laughs> But I, but like these ghetto toys I keep talking about, like I, that's one thing I remember a lot. Like I keep, I was thinking when you, when we were talking about this topic, I was trying to think of the stuff that I'm like, oh, well, my parents generally bought me my stuff. But now I'm thinking back, they bought me a lot of the ghetto copy stuff, which, you know, to me as a kid, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like it no. wasn't like, oh, I didn't get the real one. Throw yeah. this away. It was like, hey, it's toys a toy. Right? I'm going to get this. Anyways. Exactly. Like I remember, like you remember the original laser tag game, uh, the laser tag branded one. I was, was actually like going to list that. Game. It's funny you mentioned. I was going to list that as one of my ones that I wanted, but I could not. There was so many of them, wasn't there? Well, I, back then it was like the one, like the okay. main branded one that like swept the nation yeah. or whatever it was, right? Like that was the one I think every kid wanted. I wanted that one so bad. I remember like like bugging my parents so badly about this. Like fine, fine, and we ended up going to this flea market. So when we were growing up, we had I had this local uh, flea market that was like it, it. It was like immense to me. It was like a. It was like the biggest outdoor toy store to me as a kid growing up. Like I loved that place, mm -hmm. and I loved it specifically because they had a copy of every big hit toy there that you could buy. Like if there was something you want, like there was some you know Teddy you know. X pin guy, right? It wasn't like Ruck's pin. It was like someone that kind of looked like him. Maybe his hat was askew the other way yeah. or whatever the case. But there was always like a copycat version of a toy that you can get. I remember they bought me like this laser tag game. And it was similar. It was like white guns with red, you know, red color patterns on them. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, they weren't as good and you know they, they didn't they didn't make as make as many sounds and they didn't react the same way. But you know, it still gave you your basic idea of laser tag. So I, I do remember fondly a lot of these ghetto like copycat toys. Maybe we can spend an episode on that, but I that's, I just wanted to see if that was something that ever happened in your house or, oh, for what, sure. or was it like authentic or, or get out? No, know? no, no. I, I, and I think, you know, as a parent now, I realize like, you know, you don't need the name brand because, you know, as an adult, you realize that the name brand, a lot of it goes into the marketing and the, you know, the brand recognition. recognition exactly. Right, yeah. And I mean, that, that that's not as important as actually as long as it functions. Right. That's all I, I care about. These to days. me, that seems like status symbol stuff that I think kids tend to notice a lot more these days. Like if I try to give pass off like a like a fake Lego thing to like my nephew he would yeah, well I think he fake would lego i don't think it's worth the money <laughs> lego is expensive but you know what fake lego does not work 
It really doesn't. I, <laughs> well, there's that whole brand that exists as a fake Lego. What is it? Mega Bloks. What is that fake? Yeah, that ghetto. Now, Mega brand. Blocks, that, to me, that's a ghetto brand. <laughs> listen, no, no. Actually, Mega Blocks when it's like at the really large, the original Mega Blocks, the huge blocks, those work yeah. great. But when you get to the really? actual size and scale of the original Lego, the uh, you know the, the Lego system size. They do mm. not work well. Like I've had a couple of sets that were gifted to me, and I put them together, and I'm telling you, I've never had such a hard time. I actually, there's some parts of those sets I could not even put together. They just wouldn't go together. Like it's not even a joke. I'm telling you, they they just look so ghetto. Like quality wise, like everything about Mega Blocks to me was always so ghetto. Like to me as a kid, even as a as a non discerning, you know, seven eight year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I knew, like to me, I could tell the difference between Lego and whatever knockoff Lego. And yeah. I'm pretty sure Mega Blocks has been around for a while. They so have been. I, I remember. Yeah, so that was like, ugh, couldn't do that. So I don't, I don't blame you. But what about you? We talked Teddy Ruxman, we talked Snoopy Snow Cone Maker. What's the next toy that you never had? That oh you yeah, really so wish you, did? you know this, this kind of like carries off of your earlier point where you were talking about going to uh, like a like a friend's or a family member's house. So there was this one cousin of mine, and I don't even know if they were like real blood relative cousins, right? They were kind of like cousins by just I called them cousins because my parents told me to, but I don't think we were actually related because we look. We look pretty different, but anyways, so, but the one thing about this cousin's, now the, the, the cool thing about my cousin's place back then as a kid, and this, I'll refer to this place a lot in a lot of these episodes because these were the loaded family. You know what I mean? Yep. They were the rich kids to me. They were my rich cousins. They had everything that I wanted, everything. And, and the thing is like the two of them, they lived, they lived out in the middle of like nowhere in this like, uh, cause they were like, ag- they were doing agriculture as well. Instead of florists, they were, they were making, I think they were doing vegetables or they were doing a combination of flowers too. I don't know what, whatever it was, they were doing it a lot better than my parents apparently cause they had tons more money. Mm-hmm. So, but Every time, like I, I had my close cousin, and then like across the way from them, they had like another loosely based, like they told like second cousins to me. I don't even know they were their neighbors basically, and that kid, oh my goodness, this kid had everything, like anything you could think of. That anything that we're talking about now, I know he had it. Yeah. Like not even trying to remember. Like he had everything. He had like <laughs> the entire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set, like the Technodrome. He had all the Transformers. He had like it was amazing how much stuff this kid had and one of the things i remember and you know i was trying to sift through my memories of the things that i was drooling over every time i went over there but one of the things that really stuck out of my mind was those um those speak and say toys you know those things that look oh, like yeah. a like a handheld portable yep. computer oh, i know exactly I mean, what you're talking about right so i mean so and i forgot at that time until i just thought about it that there were like there were like multiple uh versions of it there was like a red one which was kind of like the original one and then there was like there was other color versions that would teach you different subjects i guess is what it was mm-hmm. right i can't remember exactly yeah, I don't what remember it was either. but nah, that thing i don't know that like that whole thing about just having this computerized thing like telling you like teaching and learning and typing things into it and doing like i mean even though it was kind of it was probably like giving mini games like teaching mini games right like math or vocabulary or spell this or whatever but it was fun right it was like you know trying it was something that actually tried to make learning fun and for me i don't know it captivated me so much one because when i would go over there right like the, we we had so many cousins show up like whenever we got together there was, there was multiple families cousins so there's a bunch of kids there and they were all, you would always fight for like the best toys right but for whatever reason like i to me like i would have them you know i wasn't a huge teenage mutant Ninja Turtles guy i was a huge transformers guy but transformers were, like the first toys i would grab whenever all the kids rolled into his house mm-hmm. so they were all taken up tmmt wasn't big into it. and then like to me i was like oh i know i'm gonna get the speak and say because no one else wants to sit around and learn right so <laughs> i was able to grab that and just spend loads of time with it. i love that thing so much 
much. And I, I, you know, I, I beg my parents to say, please look, look, I, it, it's teaching me things. I can learn my, <laughs> my numbers and ABC. And my friend didn't give a crap. They're like, that thing's like a hundred bucks. We're not grabbing that at all. Well, it so. was made by Texas Instruments. Like it's no, it, it was no joke. It was an actual like legitimate computer. I'm sure in there, you know, like. Was it a Texas Instruments? I completely forgot. I thought it was branded like, you know, one of the big guys, Mattel, Galoob, whatever. No, from what I'm just doing a quick look right now. I wanted to see who made it because I was kind of curious as to whether or not they had made other other products of similar similar uh, type. But yeah, it looks like Texas Instruments made it. Uh, I, I don't see any mention of any other uh, any hmm, other uh, company. So it's very interesting. That, I didn't know they branched out that far. Yeah, no, I'm surprised as well. And you'd think actually with that kind of reach, they would have been, hey, when you get old enough, make sure you buy our graphing calculators. <laughs> it forced us all to buy that when we were growing up. Well, exactly. Up. But, so. you know, maybe them, I, I, well, I got a Casio, actually, I think, when I was uh, going up through high school. Couldn't afford those. Yeah, Casio was like the ghetto brand for like the yeah. public schools, I think. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I had them. So trust me, I had the same ones. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think I had the Casio ones. I probably had the, the knockoff Casio, <laughs> Fazio or something like that. <laughs> but no, I think they're called Speak and Spell. You're saying Speak and, speak and Say? Is that, what is it? Speak and spell. Yeah. Maybe I got the wrong. No, one. no. I was just curious. Maybe there was another. Pro- maybe they made like a, a spinoff product. Well, no. Like I said, they had a line of these of these toys, right? And and the, the most vivid thing I remember, they were different colors. Like there was a green one, a blue one, or I'm trying to look for it now, just to see because I thought that that each one taught like a different type of uh, subject or something. Like it wasn't even called like speak and say. Like it was like speaking, speaking. Let me let me take a look here. But the, I mean, obviously the, the fire red and yellow one, that's the one. And I always thought that would have been the coolest thing to just like, you know, shove that in your backpack, take it to school and just bust that thing. Seriously. Out and, you know, have it start. I kind of wish I had one when class. I was in like high school and college to be like, I got to do that math problem for you. I'll be right back. <laughs> got my speaking yeah, spell. Hold on. Just, just, just listen for this. Listen for the voice when it comes out. It'll have all the answers. Well, and wasn't that the toy that was in E.T., the movie? Or am I thinking of a different toy that it had? I feel. I think that is the one. Yes, I think that was used. I think that was a big spot that it had in it, right? It must have that whatever that scene was where. Let me take a he's look. He's phoning here. home and he, he's putting in whatever coordinates to to communicate with his family. I feel like I feel like it was a yeah. He used spell. that as like a go between, right? Because he can communicate with yeah. him directly. Like and it was showing like weird characters like on the LED thing. screen or whatever or LCD screen, whatever you want to call it. I had to watch E.T. I haven't seen E.T. in a while. So yeah, I haven't either. May, we may be a totally different toy. It could be that other talking robot thing for all we know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. About but I'm trying to look at this line of the other ones because I swear he had multiple versions of this thing. That's, that's how rich this kid maybe was. Maybe he had Not one of a kind. One. Yeah, I mean, well, I knew, yeah, maybe he got the knockoff one for all I know this whole time, right? His, his parents, they they fronted it up by putting the, the authentic one, right? And they're, like, carrying it over with a bunch of background, you know, ghetto ones. But what was The one thing I noticed was... that a lot of toy makers do, and I don't agree with it, you know, now that we have kids, we kind of we kind of realize that they, they seem to, like, recolor things because they feel they're going to appeal to girls, you know, more just mm-hmm. because of the coloration. And it's literally the exact same toy. But they'll just recolor it, and that, that kind of annoys me. So oh, I'm, they do that. With I'm so hoping that's stuff. not what happened I, I here. I feel that. No. Oh, here we go. So, okay. If you look up "speak and read," this one is bright yellow and blue. So I'm not crazy. This, okay. this was a real thing. Oh, so they actually so did I have remember, different titles. It wasn't just "speak and spell." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I only yeah, heard yeah, of "speak so and not, spell." I never heard of anything else. So you didn't you didn't dive deep into the learning tools that back in the day, brunch. That was the no, problem. No, no. Spe- and yeah, and here it is. Speak and math. There's another one. So wow. there was like three that I can see, and he had all three of these. I mean, what kid needs to learn that much? Give me a I break. I hope he's working for NASA right now or something. <laughs> he better be. Speak yeah, and read. Say, speak yeah. and spell. Actually, I think I think like that whole family went like bankrupt somewhere down <laughs> the line. So <laughs> they bought too many toys. 
Yeah, I was gonna say. Hopefully, he kept them. He could probably sell them all off for a fortune Seriously. too. <laughs> Although I think the one weird thing is he didn't have Star Wars toys, and that was kind of a weird thing to be missing from a kid's uh, toy box back then. At least for me, right? Like everyone, like sci-fi stuff for me was like the big thing. I, and I didn't have many Star Wars. I had a couple. Like I had the speeder bike, which I thought was really awesome. But the tie, you know, the ATAT Walker was always like the ultimate toy. So you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, he had the freaking Walker. So that's oh, why geez. I hated that kid so much more. Yeah. <laughs> so tell you, this guy had everything. Jason, wherever you're out there, hope you're living it up, man. I hope you saved the packaging, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And you know what? This was that kind of family that this was that kind of family that would have saved all that crap, really? too. So, I don't know. It, it be, never occurred to me mine. as a kid to save. The, I think the only packaging of a toy I ever saved, and I mean, I don't consider it a toy, but I know that the the masses at the time consider like my Nintendo, my NES, I remember I saved that packaging. I don't know why. Maybe my parents did because it was so expensive, but I never saved packaging for any toy when I was a kid. Well, did you have the Rob? Is that I why? I did not have the Rob, Because no. it was very, oh yeah, because for me, I held on to the packaging for the longest time. One of the few things I held was because the, the goddamn Rob, you couldn't put it together anywhere else, right? It was so massive really? that we had to break it all down and you had to put it in the styrofoam, you know, box. So it, it all, it was, it was, you were able to put the whole thing away neatly. Then he has stayed out, but then the Rob, every time I broke it down, you know, that's, that's when I was shoving it back in the box. But yeah, I was the same way. I mean, come on, as a kid, you know, I'm one, my packaging barely survived the car ride home. Like I ripped through that <laughs> thing like nobody's business, right? they wouldn't give me a sharp object or anything so i had to always like rip it in like the most inconvenient ways where we would totally shred the box are you allowed to have sharp stuff. objects nowadays <laughs> yeah i know even now right it's kind of a wary thing <laughs> but yeah it's like the box thing like, we, we can talk about the boxing but yeah star wars toys speaking i mean but see i'm not crazy three versions of the speak and say speak and spell and speak and mass so then do, do your research people out there like, yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would love to take a look i didn't at these i honestly didn't know i thought it was speak and spell and i think the reason why i know that name so well is probably because of ET, and I feel like that was like the one that you saw like elsewhere, you know, in 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 other media. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Though. I'm, I'm trying to look it up right now to see if that was what. I mean, it had to be one of those things. Yeah, definitely. Ti speak and spell for ET. So do you yeah, remember? He, any of the, he's actually watching TV and he's typing on it. So that is definitely the one. Do you remember used. any of the games? Like, what did you actually do on it? Like, what were the? That's the weird thing. I don't remember it because the LCD screen. It wasn't even like a multi matrix display. It was like a calculator display. I yeah. can't remember what you call that, right? Where you have like the figure eight with the the X's in in, yeah. in the spaces, right? Because that was like the maximum amount of like words and display they could use. Oh, you know what they had on there? I could tell you exactly what it was. They freaking had Hangman on there. Really? Yeah. They, the version of Hangman on there was awesome because they would also kind of have this little display of the Hangman as you, oh, as you lost or like cool. use up letters. Yeah. That, I, I, I spent so much time. So I'm sure there was a bunch of other mini games related to, you know, words, vocabulary, whatever. But for me, it was basically just like a, a portable Hangman machine more than anything. So it's it's that, crazy to think that, me. you know, in this day and age, we're looking at electronics from our youth. And think, and I, and I agree with you. I would have been blown away by seeing that Hangman illustrated on the display, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Not having to use a pencil and paper. <laughs> I mean, which you know, obviously would have been easier. It would, totally would have been less, a lot less, less batteries expensive. too. But I mean, you know, there's something about that. You know, seeing it on a display that you don't have to do anything. I mean, it's just not. Nah. As a kid, you knew a toy was worth it once you realized it needed C or D batteries. That was like the sign of like a, a quality toy right there, right? It was like, forget this. This toy requires so much power. You got to lug around like 10 pounds worth of C, pass, <laughs> C or D cell batteries to be able to use this thing. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, this past Christmas, I got my uh, my kids a, uh, a railroad f- for Christmas to put under the tree. And uh, it's oh, Christmas nice. Eve. They took D batteries. 
I did not have <laughs> one. And it's like it's like midnight on Christmas Eve over here. Could you even find one around you? My God, no. who sells D batteries? I, I I don't know. I had a few. I didn't have enough. And of course, you know, no stores <laughs> open. And I and I'm like, who yeah, the yeah. hell uses D battery any anywhere? <laughs> what toy? What what object in life uses D's? And the, this freaking train used them. <laughs> So I bought a couple battery testers like this past uh, holidays just, you know, because I, I had a bunch of dead batteries. I had a huge problem when my family was in town and like I was trying to I busted out all my RC cars. So I needed to like find all these like fresh, like weird size batteries, double A's, triple A's. And I was like, damn, I, I, I didn't know which ones were good or not. So I had to end up buying a whole set. So I bought a couple battery testers. They don't even test D or yeah. C. I think C cells was the max that it took me. Yeah, it didn't even accept D cell batteries. Like, nothing no, uses it anymore. Like the, nowadays, I, I lithium ion and whatnot, yeah. you know, nobody needs it. I mean, was this a train you could like ride as a little kid? Or was no, it, just, like, it was like model? it was like a model train to go around the tree. It was nothing special. <laughs> it was a plastic oh, train on train top. It wasn't even made of metal. I don't know why it needed. You ever see silver spoons? You ever see silver spoons? They, no. They, they, that that rich family in silver spoons. They had a train like that where like the the dad rode around on it. It was like a like a sixteenth scale train or or whatever scale it is where you, where you can sit on it and straddle it like a like a like a dog. So it's like uh, Walt Disney. Walt Disney. That was like his inspiration for uh, making Disneyland. He he had one of those big those like you said sixteenth scales in the backyard. And that, oh yeah, really? That was like is that where that to, came from? Yeah, that 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 that's what he was riding. He's like, I should make something bigger for more people could do this. <laughs> Which then just became a regular train. I that guess, is true. That it. is true. But you know, <laughs> no, even the kid ones, right? Like they're kind of like quarter scale or something like that. They're like some downscale size ones. <laughs> the mall trains now, baby. It's all about the mall trains. <laughs> so yeah. So there we go. From speak and say to uh, Disney and his uh, childhood train. Well, what was the what was the other toy on your on your must have list that you remember? I don't know what it was. I, I must have had really expensive tastes as a kid. I, I, <laughs> but it was the power you know, wheels talking animatronic robots and stuff i know right? the what power wheel you remember the power wheels those those cars that you could actually ride as a kid oh uh, yeah okay i do remember a lot of those vehicles i mean i always wanted one of those kids but wait was there only like one line that was called power wheels then, yeah there was a, there was, was a br- it was a brand that was called power wheels um and i think i think mattel or fisher price has the tyco no, Tyco you know what? I think Mattel? it might have been Tyco. Actually, I gotta look into it. Tyco was like the the purveyor of everything, like motorized. It felt like as a kid to me. They were, you know, yeah, they like, for sure were. <laughs> and I remember that's also and it's funny we mentioned that or you mentioned that because I remember seeing the uh, the Tyco RC cars being in their own plexiglass end caps at Toys R Us now. Oh yeah, yeah. The the the, the model. Yeah, yeah. Like the, here's the thing. The funny thing about RC, we could talk about RC in another in another episode. Obviously, I can go on and on oh, about yeah. RC stuff. But yeah, if you saw the RC stuff, because there was always toy grade and what they called hobby grade uh, that and the hobby grade stuff is really the stuff that required like advanced electronics multi-channel transmitters mm-hmm. and toys R us you know they didn't even sell like the super high-end stuff but taiko would usually separate their brands into like toy grade like like they had rc cars where there was a wire right like you had to actually trail behind the vehicle yeah. i don't know if you ever no. had one of those art Oh god, they were terrible. They weren't even called radio control. They were. It was some other acronym because obviously there was a wire. Oh wait, the, the wire was the power the source or the wire between the room? No, no, no. The wire was actually connected between the controller and the. Oh toy. yes, I had. Oh yeah, so I had he, one of those too. I had one of those too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Tyco made a bunch of those, but they also made you know some some hot, sort of hobby grade uh, radio control stuff, and that was the stuff that they always shoved into the into the plexiglass. But yeah, like these big wheel toys you're talking. Oh, I I mean I always wanted those. I mean, what's cooler than that, right? Like a little miniature. Like what they have, they had a um, they had a Jeep, like a Bigfoot model. Like I remember a Bigfoot model, yeah. specifically. Yeah, the Bigfoot was, re- and, and the Jeep I remember. I mean, nowadays they have, and I don't know if they're Power Wheels branded or what, but they have like you know pretty much anything under the sun. You can a Hummer, they have. Oh, it's I know. ridiculous. God, but, tell me but about it. But it was the Jeep I was in a back Costco. then. Costco. 
It was in a Costco and they had, uh, what did they have? It was the, it was like the cars from like Fast and Furious, like, like downscale to yeah. that size. But like the doors worked, the radio worked. It was awesome. Like, oh, there was a, there was always like a police car model, right? For these power wheels, I think. Like they had like working lights and they had like a little thing that you can speak into, like a CB radio that would broadcast I mean, they, they know I, their I audience if they're making, brand. if they're making police car, you know, versions. They know their audience because kids <laughs> yeah. love that. Kids love it. I know. Uh, well, I mean, talk, cause like I said, like, you know, I, I talked about this before but you know where i lived growing up as a kid it was down this huge dirt road path and it was not paved there was no cement so th- one of those things it would have never it would have never been able to get enough traction to even move forward like five feet at a time because no, i remember because it was always like hard plastic wheels right like they weren't rubberized wheels or anything they definitely were not air filled no they were, were not and what's funny is that later on in life when i got older and i was too big for them i actually got into one because one of my cousins had one and these things were <laughs> they're just so underpowered like they, yeah, they yeah. just they, they only go for about 10 to 15 minutes and if there's and like the, the, i remember the commercials had two kids in them and the more weight you put yeah, them, the i don't heart. understand like there can't be enough torque no. unless they're like 20 like 12 pounds each or something or they're like just that. going for literally 30 seconds and the thing poops out like no i'm not even joking like there's just not enough power behind that thing it's funny it's called power wheels but the thing literally is underpowered <laughs> to actually enjoy for long periods of time so that was always my experience. Like whenever I saw a kid, like I never had one, but when I went, you know, obviously I think I know my rich cousin had one. Obviously these guys were talking about earlier, they had one, but it would only like, you wouldn't even work on like the hardwood, you know, like, or like linoleum floor. It had to be on the carpet because it wouldn't get enough traction. Yeah. Like if someone was sitting there, it, it one, it would, it would sink so deep. Like you can go anywhere. And then even if it was on linoleum, it would just kind of spin the wheels and not go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, they always felt very, very underpowered to me, but damn, those things were so cool. Well, they were, and the commercial, I, I remember I looked at the commercial, right before recording the episode and i and i remember it vividly as soon as i saw like yes there's something about the kid he gets in the jeep he starts to go and then he pulls up the windshield and i don't know what it was about that hinge on the windshield no it's those small touches those are the things that i was drawn toward like if i looked at one of those power wheels i always looked for not like the main attraction like oh how much power or how long it lasts or blah 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 it was always that what ancillary things that i have like can i raise the like radio antenna can i can i dial turn the knobs is there a horn is there like a blinkers like blinkers i think was a huge thing seriously if you had them on those things like if you had a turn signal that you could use it was like it was so funny because as kids it was like we were always looking for the things that would that the adults had yep. and we just wanted like the kid version of that yeah. stuff on our, on our power wheels or whatever because well, you could play you could imagine right like you could imagine you were driving it and also and also i don't know about you but it was the pedal the little plastic pedal to actually make it go like <laughs> there's something about that plastic pushing that little plastic pedal i'm serious man when i was a kid i get into the toys R Us store and get into that thing just pushing that pedal down i felt like i was in control and i mean it wasn't going anywhere but it just felt so cool to pretend like you were actually driving a car yeah, that it must be the it must be the allure of driving, yeah. right? As a kid, knowing that you can never drive like a real car for like a long time. Well, did you go so to any like uh, bumper cars when you were a kid? Because I mean, that was I think the closest thing you could get. I mean, there were go karts, but I never I didn't go into go karts until I was like old, like 12, see, 14, I think. See, I was lucky enough to have I was lucky enough to have both. So in in my local theme park where I grew up, it was this place called Great America, uh, Great America Parks. I don't even know if they have Great America chain around the world, but they had a they had a very very cool like uh, bumper cars area. Like it was massive. Like you know how some of them they're kind of 
indoors or small. This one, it was outdoors. It was covered, but it was a huge area. Like that was the one thing I remember so much as a kid. Cause I, I loved like to me, roller coasters. Eh, I mean, I went on them, but I wasn't like a huge fan of them. Yeah. I didn't like the water rides and then like getting soaked by blah, blah, blah. It was all about the arcades. It was about the, ven- you know, the, 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 uh, it was about the arcades, the midway games. And to me, the bumper cars, like there was something about the bumper cars they had there. I don't know whether it was cause there was just so many, it was such a wide area. Cause you never ever get that feeling when you get into a bumper car arena and it feels like all the cars are just kind of jammed together already yeah. and you barely move any, so you don't have any space to move this one. You had space. Like you could, you could open up this uh, bumper car a little bit, man. Like you could, you can go for a while. You can coast, feel the air, That's awesome. here, feel the air flowing through your hair. It was like so much area that, and you could, and I think it was kind of even more dangerous in that way because, because you can gain so much speed, there's so much area to like, like when you ran into someone, it was like full on collision, man. It was, it was a little, it was a little violent, but I, I do remember loving the uh the bumper cars areas and in our area we had this real famous like uh, go-kart place called malibu and they had it was like miniaturized you know and it was the kind of go-kart track where it was closed and you couldn't race simultaneously with other racers Mm -hmm. it was something where you just did like time lapse stuff right but it was very cool because the cars were really fast they responded really well like that was that was like a really awesome i mean there was so many things that contributed to me wanting to you know drive and drive fast and that's definitely what I do now as an adult, but <laughs> those, those, the power wheels thing to me was definitely something that was missing. So similar to you, like that was, I mean, I knew it was never going to happen because I, I knew even if my parents, if I convinced my parents to buy one, it just wouldn't work where we were at. You'd be in trouble probably if you asked for it so much that they eventually gave it to you to shut you up. Although I'd be curious to know if they <laughs> yeah. had any knockoffs. Well, no, no. See, I, I was I was just about to mention when we went to that flea market, you sure as hell know there were so many and, and you know, there were so many knockoff versions, but there were always odd vehicles. Like it was weird because, <laughs> you know, they would they would have they would have cars and, and Jeep looking things. They wouldn't have the branding like yeah. the Power Wheel stuff did, because I think that was the big thing with Power Wheels. Like they oh, yeah, the licensing the, from all the big names. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you got none of the licensing, but they always license it with the weirdest stuff. Like I remember this one. It was it was like a it, it looked like an ice cream truck kind of. <laughs> thing but it was like a food Every truck kid's like they had the, dream. They, they had the they had the stickers on the side of this thing this little thing that you got into drive around but it was like selling like hot dogs and chicharrones and <laughs> like a bunch of weird things i'm like that's a really odd thing to have but you know hey you know what for for like for something that was a fifth of the price they were asking yeah. at the local toy stores right i'm sure they sold plenty and i'm sure many many kids hurt themselves <laughs> i'm curious things. how long the, those batteries lasted though Oh my God! They must have been those. I think the batteries were like almost not as expensive as the car itself, but I remember being at you know in Toys R Us and they were not cheap. They were I think over a hundred bucks a pop. Well. Do you remember, like, I seem to remember they had a rack of them, kind of like when you walk into an uh, O'Reilly's or auto shop now for cars, you know how you buy your battery yeah. on the racks? Like, isn't that how they had those batteries I for think, those yeah, cars, I, I think I remember seeing several sizes, and I mean, I was a kid, I didn't really understand, but I remember being like, wow, these things, these batteries are big, um, <laughs> but I, I, I don't, never actually, you know, held one. I, I'm assuming they're pretty heavy. Were they, were they, 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 they're not lithium ion. Do you remember what they were? I guess that's a really tough question to answer. Uh, most of the battery chemistry stuff, if they had to be charged and then provide that amount of voltage, it would have been nickel NICADs yeah. or there was one nickel metal, one nickel metal hydride would have been a little bit newer, but battery, battery chemistries for those kind of toys were almost always the nickel cadmium, cadmium, cadmium is what they call mm-hmm. it. Cause I remember, cause I, like I do a lot of, I, I, I still play with a bunch of boy toys now, right? That involve plenty of these kind of batteries, like RC cars and airsoft guns and 
all this kind of crap. And then like, I have to, I learned so much about battery chemistries that I knew nothing about as a kid. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many little rules. Like it was like the way you charged it, like you had to top it off yeah. or you, you, you know, you couldn't just use it for a little bit and recharge. You had to wait till it died all the way down. Like, Oh, it was all these stupid rules that you never followed as a yep. kid, which invariably led to the death of your toy far earlier than, you know, it was supposed to. But man, like battery care, even as an adult now, I, barely take care of my battery. Like there's so many chemistries of batteries I use today. Like I use lithium polymer lipos. I use nickel metal hydride and oh my God, every one of my hobbies of toys batteries, like still my biggest like nemesis right now. Like I thought it, I thought it, it sucked as a kid, you know, but it was always kind of disposable in my mind as a kid. But now as an adult, it's like, damn, I got to buy new battery packs every season. You have a battery room. Like imagine you have, if you have all these, different I, types. I need it. I, I know I need a battery room because lipos right, are very sensitive. Like if you ever punctured a lipo, it would just like start flaming. Up. <laughs> it's like, it's that it's crazy, man. Like you have to, if you, if you're into any of these hobbies, they sell you these bags. They're called lipo battery bags and they're meant to contain a battery in case it ever starts like, you know, firing up on you essentially That's serious. so yeah it's it's a it's kind of a mess and i kind of i always hope for new battery technology I, I just hope for one thing like before i pass away from this from this mortal coil like i just hope we we find that next kind of battery so because batteries is still like the biggest like barrier for a lot of these activities and toys you know power wheels being one of them i imagine was one of, was a not worried thing. about the alternative fossil fuels no it's the the battery alternative for toys yeah, I mean, that's the thing that matters most. Come on, right? <laughs> the rest will just fall into place. So I wonder if like today, like, and I haven't checked out the toy vehicle aisle in a Toys R Us, or well, not Toys R Us, but like, like, like the next time I'm in Walmart, because I have a Target right now, but I don't, I don't remember seeing them at a Target for all, for whatever reason, they're always at a Walmart though. I don't know whether it's because they can carry more of the bigger things, yeah. but that's, I know they still have a lot of these vehicles there. I want to go by and just take a look and see like what advances they've had. You know what I mean? You should take a look. I, I, I The Walmarts by me here in Canada, I, I have not seen any, but at Toys R Us, and I know you guys don't have Toys R Us, although I think it's coming back if I heard correctly, although I don't really pay attention. Oh yeah, I heard that too. Which uh good business move, I guess, in their part to, you know, take care of all the debt and then start afresh. <laughs> Um, hey, that's that's how it works in America, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> topic for another podcast episode. But uh, but the Power Wheels now they're just huge. They're they're literally Hummers. They're just like the biggest vehicles you could imagine. There's nothing small. Lamborghinis no joke. and Coutouches. You're not even joking about that. There's nothing small. And so I mean, these batteries, however they're powering them, must be either incredible or they just don't care exactly how much you know life each kid's getting out of every charge. <laughs> and see, that's what I'm curious about. And then most of these other toys we're talking about tonight. We, I mean, it's it's funny to think that we never. One thing we should probably discuss on future episodes when we talk about like maybe the advances of things that once they've been re-released. Like I'd be kind of curious. Like I'm not aware of a lot of these things. Like the things we've talked about tonight. I mean, easy stuff. Like I know they re-released the uh, the Snoopy snow cone thing, yeah. but I doubt there's much. Advanced. There's probably like there. if there was whatever they used to crush the ice before, they probably dumbed it down even further to prevent. You know, because I, I know it's probably it, you know what it is. It's probably less. It's more safe yeah. and less effective. Exactly. exactly. Like you probably have to crank that thing with like like a mini power amp to be able to get you know any type of a snow cone. Seriously, you're just eating ice yeah, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see this power wheel stuff and what they're powering with. I'm, I'm sure it's got to be some form of lipo or something now at this point, because that'd be cool. Because that means that they actually would shove a lot more voltage into those things now, and and runtime. So runtime and voltage are always like the two most important things, like power and how long it lasts. So I'd be curious to see how much power those things had. Like I remember the last time when my little cousins were here, like the little one, she we were running on Costco, like I said, and there was this. Uh, what was it? it was a blue fancy car of some sort and when she stepped on the pedal and that thing i was kind of worried for her because she kind of like she kind of blew back a oh you see bit, you know it was I mean? powered a little bit of whiplash yeah no it was powered wow it was i actually powered. have never seen one actually I, we have them at my costco too 
but they're not. You can't actually move them anywhere. They're, they're you know, no batteries inside. Oh no, no, they had, and, and, and maybe someone just like took one out of the damn That's box amazing. for all I know. But yeah, it was it, it was powered. Out. This was during Christmas time too, so you oh imagine gosh. it was like all, all over the place. Right? But no, that thing had some power. Like I was I was I was shocked because I told her, I said, yeah, just step on the pedal all the way, right? Because I, I imagine it'd be really. I thought there'd be like a slow wind up period, yeah. and then it would like spin the wheels and then go slowly. No, this thing took off like a rocket. I was, no, I was that, shocked. That, I was like, that's good crap. sales right there. You know, if I was looking for it and wanted to know if it was going to be reliable you know have any oomph to it you sold me i guess at that point yeah i, I wanted one right there for me man if i would have fit in that <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah oh and the other thing was like the like talking about the advancements that like it had a bluetooth receiver on there like you can connect what? your phone to it and it would like play music through no. speakers on it i was like man this is way too fancy that's unnecessary <laughs> right but that i mean think about the kids now looking at you know those would be the features like they're like they're shopping for a real damn car like oh where's the gps receipt or where's what the gps the, what is the target here? audience because i mean honestly the power wheel i think the target audience goes Rich to like kids. six or seven i mean like i don't think it goes any further than know, that man. you can't be any bigger <laughs> i tell i i tell you man kids these days their, their bar of you know their, their the quality bar is just so much higher they, they're gonna demand these things you know like if it doesn't have some touch screen thing where they can dock their phone and play their games <laughs> while they're driving you know it's not gonna be worth it to them got siri <laughs> and all that all that other stuff yeah yeah exactly i was i was half expecting it like to be you know ai autopilot too at the same time <laughs> <laughs> gps because you know, have you ever seen well have you ever seen like tesla they like if they they, they give you the option to buy like a kid like exactly what we're talking about like it's like, it's like a power wheel small vehicle but it's like a tesla like a shrink shrunk down tesla and it has like crazy advancements in this store you got to take a look at it after like this it's episode. sold like by tesla or they license it out to yeah, a, a toy manufacturer by wow. te- it's sold you can only buy it through tesla and it's something you give your you know kid when you're got way too much money and you just bought like two teslas or something like that that's crazy but but apparently it has like the same like type of electric motor and charge thing. It looks insane. You got you got to check it out. You might want one or you know one of your kids. Might no, want one no. If you look Actually, the one thing that we did see that I would get my son. He is he loves construction vehicles. They at at Home Depot they had a Power Wheels type front end loader. Oh my God! Can you imagine? I, oh, I honestly wanted to just buy it from just because it was there. Like I've never seen one before. <laughs> he would have loved it. But the problem was I have no doubt it would have pooped out with the how you know all the uh, abuse he would have put on the thing. Oh, and then you got to buy another one. Was it like officially? Was it officially a cat license? You know, I can't remember. If, I took a bunch of pictures. I figured, you know what? We're not buying this in, but we're gonna get our non money's worth out of it, and they're gonna do a photo shoot. And he was having a grand time. You're treating it like one of those rides they had in front of Kmart or whatever. Listen, right? just like, he lived it up. To put coins in this thing. He, you know, he actually wanted it to move. He thought it was. He thought it was like a, one of those coin operated uh, to- uh, rides. But <laughs> but so I, if they made a quality version of those, the problem is once you get into dirt and those electronics and those you know mechanics. Oh, my God. It's It'll over. Be gummed up to exactly. Hell, so it's yeah, like it's even done. if it works today, once he actually uses it for the purpose it's meant for. <laughs> my God, I don't even want to look, but I'm sure they have like fully functional kid versions of those, right? I mean, that's got to be like a big high ticket item thing. Yeah, no, no doubt. So uh, someone because man, it. even even like the fancy, like you know the 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 quality models they made, you know, for like you know playing handheld size toys of those yep. vehicles, those were all awesome, right? Like, the articulation oh, yeah. for all of the functionality. Oh, so are they good. still making those like? Like, you talking about Tonka's or the, a different company? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess Tonka was, but now they're officially they use officially licensed cat vehicles now. I, it may just be Tonka using cat license now, yeah. but they still have them for sure. And then they're much fancier now. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of automated 
stuff in there, like levers and buttons you push. Really? Like I remember the old versions that we played with. Right? Like there were me- there were like mechanical levers that right. you would have to, you know, push to be able to actually. They still make those, but they're all now. plastic now. They don't make the me- all metal ones like they used to. Have. Yeah, they're not metal. Yeah, that that whole thing about metal, right? That where kids like for us kids growing up, like it was totally fine to have metal, even though if we licked it or you know put it in our <laughs> it mouths rusted or and then we brushed it on. Yeah, a wound. yeah, nah, don't worry about that. They'll be fine. Yeah, but like like the tr- once like for me the, the important part the important the important toys that I needed metal in were transformers. Like there was, there was this huge thing where they were made with metal for the longest time and they still make them with metal in Japan. Like the Japan, like they make a, an adult version of transformers now called the masterpiece series, mm-hmm. which they're just super, super detailed high end versions of the transformers. It takes you like an hour to transform the goddamn thing from robot to whatever and back. <laughs> but you know, it's like, even now, like the Japanese versions of it, they have metal in them. Whereas in the U.S. versions, they, they have U.S. equivalents of the toys, but they're all plastic. It's like, come on. It's like, have we not learned our lessons yet? I yeah, that's all that. bottom line, right? <laughs> Was there any other toy you wanted to throw out? Or I think we no, covered, I think, it's a, we I, I think we should actually. do more of these where we just talk about ones. We, you know, we're going to talk about things that we experienced. I think it's also fun to kind of talk about the things we didn't have. And I, I have a feeling that I've been misrepresenting like the power wheels you know i'm sure i've like said very <laughs> uh, tons of falsehoods about how it actually functioned but my god that's my memory of what i wanted when i saw it no i i think you're right i i remember everything negative that you rem- that you brought up like in terms of power and then and, and runtime like to me it was all the same issues too like anytime i ever got my hands on one it was always like a very flat uh, flattening experience <laughs> but it's kind of like i've, I've, I've kind of felt that little bit of a you know excitement on a toy that you want to be never could get right and i mean now at this point there are some toys we just cannot get although funnily enough everything except for the speak and spell you can get still today which i don't know what the, i guess that's a good sign i think the speak and spell also was really are you kidding man, me so. Yeah, I might as well add that one. Too, we got to find toys where we actually well, can't I get mean, them anymore. I, I think the, the bigger part is the physical. Like, you know, we can't, you and I cannot go buy a power wheel now and like get in that thing and go. Unfortunately, that's the biggest disappointment. No, we do right every, every day. But yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, it's just somehow it's not as fun now for whatever reason. <laughs> no, it's definitely. Well, yeah, when you add insurance, gas price, you know. Oh, God. Pl- All right. We're, we're getting too grown up exactly. here now. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's a good place to close it. But yeah, I, I think uh, doing these episodes where we focus on things we did not have would be a, a, a good topic for the future as well yeah yeah and you know for everyone anyone else out there listening you know if you if you guys remember any toys that you just wanted lusted after so badly never got your hands on let us know we definitely love to bring it up in another but we do another one of these episodes for sure apparently there's a lot of toys that we didn't get that we no. wanted i mean so there's always toys always right? like if those. you had every toy unless you're bovine's friend <laughs> yeah that guy <laughs> Shoot, that guy. Uh, I mean, you know, I want to track that guy down. I really want to ask him, like, if he kept all that stuff. Like, it's like you know, it's such a fascinating thing now as adults to look at like the value, the collectability oh, of know. these things. Right? So I, I, I just, I'd be, I'd be amazed to see what he held. I'll be to, honest. If, if anything, even if I had things from my childhood, I could never sell them. You know, like you look at the prices no. of these things. Like, what's the point? I'm not going to get rid of this thing. If you had it, <laughs> and any anything I would still have, it would just be so torn up that it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, so. no, exactly. And, and no one would probably want to buy it off you anyway at that point. I know, but yeah, no, I mean, letting go of it. Like, I mean, you know, if I bought, if I bought like something now and now obviously I could sell it, uh, you know, but you know, if it was my original toy, nah, not a chance. Nope. Well, thanks guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be doing more of these. We're hoping to release them on a weekly basis, but we appreciate you guys. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening to our 
seemingly incessant ramblings we've i think i've enjoyed i don't know about you boba but i've really been enjoying uh chatting with you hey man i'm just sitting here talking to you it's all it's all i need exactly <laughs> but uh if you were wondering why we we, we kind of touched upon video games ever so slightly and then we we quickly rein it back in because we <laughs> we, always, we always tease yeah, it exactly exactly but if you want to chat video games with us we're more than happy to do so we stream on twitch you can follow me at twitch.tv slash whataboutbrunch and bovine divine at twitch.tv slash bovine divine and feel free to uh to let us know that you've listened to the podcast we'd love to hear your feedback and you can always email us at masters of the nostalgia verse at gmail.com there's absolutely no hyphenation in there it's just straight up nostalgia verse because we made our own word i'm gonna need some assistance with the spelling there too at some point brunch so <laughs> i'll send you a powerpoint presentation thank you yeah multi-slide please. exactly if you're not doing you know at least 27 slides in a presentation <laughs> it's not even it's not even worth it exactly but thank you guys for listening we look forward to hearing from you in the future and uh we'll catch you next time but until then take care i'm what about brunch i'm bovine divine <laughs>